Good morning, Say What family. How you guys doing? I always wish you could respond. I always wish that we could like actually real-time chat about this. Now, don't people do like live podcast recordings sometimes? Because then that would be really fun to be able to like talk back and forth. And be like, hey, then you'd actually be like, I'm great or my day sucks or whatever. We could actually have a conversation, which is what I would love to have because I love you guys. Um, I just want to start off today's episode just saying thank you for just being a part of this community. I don't really check the reviews very often just because I'm like, eh, I don't know if anybody hates me or I probably should. I don't know. But I was checking them today and people had like left really kind reviews on the podcast and it honestly just like encouraged me even more to just do this. And it's just, it's the best thing. And so I love you guys so much. And thanks for being a part of this community because it just means the world to me. And I, I just could not do it without any, without anybody. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. So this is just really fun and I'm so grateful and I just love you. I just have a lot of love in my heart for you today. Um, also want to know if you have purchased the gloat. I talked about it like two weeks ago, but I am talking about it again. I need to know if you have gotten the gloat and the gloat is the greatest lube of all time. So I need you to buy it. Um, I actually get nothing if you buy it. So this is not like a sponsored ad or anything like that. I would love for them to sponsor me, but this is just how much I love this, this lube. It's called Uber lube and you need to go get it. One day I'll stop talking about it. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? Um, also another quick update dilator update i have graduated from the smallest dilator which sounds so weird when you think about it but hey we're i told you i'd keep you updated with all this vaginismus sex all that stuff so we have we are now in a new world of dilators which is a larger size so we'll see how that goes but just want to give you guys that update it's it was just really cool so um, yeah. Okay. Well, let's dive into this week's episode. I am so excited to have my friend Gabby on. Gabby, say hey to the world. Hi, guys. Gabby and I met Bella last March, I think it was. Yeah. We met um, at the church that we used to be a part of, Gateway City. So we met at church and like instantly became friends, which was really cool. Um, Gabby's been one of my, well, she's one of my first friends actually when I moved to Colorado because we just met so early at the church and we've just been friends since and it's been awesome. Gabby, I love you. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you, Hannah. Okay, so we like to do like a little intro to who our guests are so people get to know who you are. Um, so who are you? What do you do? Tell us about your life. Give us like the 30,000 foot view of who Gabby is. <laughs> well, um, I'm Gabby, obviously. <laughs> um, I work in uh, customer service, actually. Um, pretty fun. Um, don't hate it too much, you know. It's a good people time. Are, <laughs> people are people sometimes and things happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's pretty fun. Um, I'm native to Colorado. You know, we actually joked, you guys actually joked about that. I think was it with Rachel about how, we, how you said Colorado. Oh, yeah. So Colorado. In Colorado. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's because you're a native. <laughs> Colorado. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, cool. So you work in customer service and you lit, you're a native to Colorado and we're friends and it's really awesome. Okay, so two questions. One, it's the thing we always ask our guests. What do you love? What is one thing you love? 
so I'm gonna copy you, but I just really feel this right now. <laughs> I'm loving the fact that it is fall. Yes, yes. However, and I know you might disagree because you're from the South and you people are apparently weirdly excited about this. <laughs> winter is coming. That is not cool. <laughs> I, I know, I know. But, <laughs> and, and I can understand why you don't love the snow as much as I do, but I am very excited. See, I feel like if it wasn't for my chair, I like it a little bit more, but I'm like, right. that also brings along cold. Right, right. I don't want you to like your chair to like slip or fall or I don't want you to get hurt so I understand the snow I'm thing like, for you. Uh, ball is great however <laughs> it's, there's bad about the Cubs so yeah <laughs> it's like a blessing and a curse all in one. Right okay and what is one thing you hate or strongly dislike? Um uh, one thing I hate or strongly dislike um you know I'm gonna say we talked about this actually um people who are just they're rude and they're judgmental i've noticed that especially working in customer service yeah they're not nice <laughs> yeah um i appreciate all of you who have come to work and are very nice however like yeah. I'm, just, I'm just trying to do my job i understand i understand i understand you're not a machine but yeah i just want my paycheck i get it i get it <laughs> Okay, one thing I love, okay, I went on um, this trip this weekend to the mountains with some of my small group girls. We missed the girls who could not come, but um, it was so much fun, and I was introduced to this dip. It's called, it's, uh, it's called, it's um, spinach artichoke jalapeno dip, and it's gluten-free, and it is amazing. Like I literally had it for lunch and I had it for a snack and now I don't have any more because I've ate it so much this week and it's gluten-free and they've got really good, I found these really good chips that go with it. And it is just like, it is superb. Superb? No, I don't know. What, I don't know if that's a word. It's so good. Like I'm obsessed with it. Shout out to Kim for introducing it to me because it's just amazing. Man, bring it Kim, bring it to small group. I know, I know, I need to text her. I sent her a picture because I got it. I think I bought it either on Monday or Tuesday this week. Oh, definitely Monday. And I've already finished it. So clearly I need to get the bigger jar next time because it's just, it's so good. And one thing I hate slash strongly dislike is also on the food train or in the people train. Something I've been running into a lot recently is when I'll ask um, people at restaurants if something is gluten-free and they'll just like be really rude back to me and be like uh yeah i don't know it's like bread and cheese or whatever they'll just say something like really rude back and i'm like listen i'm just trying to live my gluten-free life over here i'm still learning i don't know sometimes french fries are gluten-free at restaurants and sometimes they're not your website didn't say i'm just trying to find out and so people are just can be really rude about that it really makes me sad so those are the one things I love and the one thing I hate. Y'all know I like to share that with you guys as well, just to continue to get to know each other. Okay, Gabby, let's talk about why you're on the podcast, also because you're just awesome, but I am really excited to talk about this topic today because I've wanted to talk about it for a while, and I'm, glad, I'm actually really glad we waited because of what this month is. So, Gabby, what, like, what, let's talk about this month. What is this month? Okay, so... It's an awareness month for a bunch of, like, you know, health things. A lot obviously. of 
Yes. <laughs> one that, uh, especially for me, is spina bifida. Okay. Um, for one, to, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's a basically it's called a neurotube defect. Okay. Um, and it's also known as um, basically split spine. So basically, okay. when the mother is pregnant, the baby either has their spine either like it has damage somewhere within the spine, or it's literally just split. Mm, interesting. Okay. That, yeah. So that's essentially what it is, um, which causes a bunch of different things for different people. But that's, it's, it, to put it short, that's essentially what the short definition of it is. Gotcha. So it's Spina Bifida Awareness Month, which I'm really excited to bring awareness to this. I've wanted to talk about disabilities for a while and wanted to have you on, but I'm really glad it worked out for us to talk about it this month since it is Spina Bifida Awareness Month. Um, it's funny because as I was thinking about this, I think you you shared a, a thing on Instagram or I think on your Insta story that was like when people call it spinal bifida and I was like, don't call it spinal bifida, Hannah. Don't call it spinal bifida. I was just like, I was wondering if I should use that for with the one thing I hate, but I was like, no, be nice. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah, I'm down. So let's, um, let's talk about, so you shared spinal bifida split spine. Um, right. And so have you, so you were born with it. Like, what is your story with spina bifida? So with spina bifida, it's interesting. So um, you are, it is something you're born with. So it's not something like you experience, like you have experienced in life before it, like. Or like an injury or anything. It's yeah, like you're born it's, with it. you're, you're born with it. Um, typically, at least in my case, um, it was found when my mother and uh, my dad found out the gender. Okay. Um, so that's typically when it is found. Um, for everybody, it is different. Like, we're all at different levels. Like, you wouldn't, the possibility of you ever seeing somebody with my level, same ability, same, not, not non-abilities, but, mm -hmm. you know, um, is very, 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 very unlikely. Okay. Um, so for me, I'm paralyzed from the waist down. Okay. So basically that just means I don't feel pretty much nothing. So I have no use of my legs gotcha. where I have, I know so many other people with it who they're able to transfer, they're able to walk, mm -hmm. you know? So it really to say, what does it affect that? Dep it depends on the person. So I can't give you a straightforward yeah. answer. Yeah. Um, for me, it affected um, my legs and it also affects a lot of mental things, learning, uh, learning issues, okay, stuff like that, but it definitely depends on the person. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so you said that since, since a child, obviously you were born um, with this, so what has it been like having this disability or having any disabilities? Because I know that um, sometimes we'll like, uh, able-bodied people will just take things for granted and not think about our friends and our people in our lives who are disabled and so uh, let's just talk about the real stuff like what your life has been like I mean you said you don't you don't know anything different so it's like what because um, I remember that's one of the things you said very early to me on like in our friendship you're like this is my life I don't know anything different like it's great so what is um, like to, to let's talk more about your story with it like what's it like living with this so it's funny because, yeah, you're right, like, uh, I kind of just have that nonchalant, like, hey, I'm just living my life, like, mm -hmm. 
because I mean I'm gonna be 24 next month and so I've had it for 24 years so I'm like you're used to it you know what right. I mean like for you you so for me I don't really think about it unless something comes up and I have like I have to like a health thing comes up or whatever yeah. or stairs or something but like on a day-to-day basis you don't think about it right mm-hmm. like with you or like Thomas or any of anybody you get up you start walking you just you don't think about it right because you're just used to it um but it is interesting you know trying to I guess learn how to navigate it because really in we're living in a world where it is not adapt to disabilities the disability is having unfortunately having to adapt to the world uh yeah yeah you know what I mean yeah so it's you know, so that's interesting, but I mean, and you know, and you saying that just made me think because, um, very fortunately when Thomas and I first moved to Colorado, we had a first floor apartment. And so when I had small group at my house, you were able to come. And then when we were talking about moving into a different, um, apartment at our complex, I like talked to our people and I was like, well, I, I have to have a first floor apartment. I was like, I have a friend who comes to my house and she's in a wheelchair and I, I need her to continue to come to my house. So like, I have to have a first floor apartment. And I was like, well, do you have elevators? If not, like, are there any elevators around? So if for some reason, a first floor apartment is not available that like she could still come. And she's like, Oh, unfortunately not. And I'm like, well, then how could anybody with disabilities live here then? Like, you're not accommodating at all. And I actually, the other day, um, saw a boy, he was probably maybe seven or eight in a wheelchair. And I saw people like carrying him down the stairs from like at, in, another, in another building. And I'm like, this is insane that this is not like, like there's not a, a there's not a, um, an elevator for people to use. Like, it's so, it's so just like, um, ex- exclu- excluding a whole community of people, which is insane to me. Sorry. Anyways, I was just thinking about that when you said yeah. the world is not adapt or is not made for the world is made for disabled people. You have a place. Sorry. I don't think I said that right, but you know, the thing that you said about adapting, um, that's right. I think about that. Um, and that's just like one instance, you know, right. and I am very grateful that the Lord provided the first floor apartment because you have to come to my house. So <laughs> I want you to come to my house. Yeah. Well, first, I am very, 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 very blessed to know you and Thomas because you guys don't have to go out of your way to do that. So <laughs> the fact that you did, I'm very appreciative of that. Like, I want you and Thomas to know that. Mm-hmm. But it is, you know, it's such a huge issue. And there's actually a debate right now in the world between, you know, with disabled people. That we're, that we're like, is it a law that you have to, you know, going into, or a, we'll jump more into this in a second. Mm-hmm. But is it a lot that like you have to have these ADA compliant buildings yeah yeah like you know because you go downtown like downtown Denver for instance there are so many of those event like concert venues restaurants bars whatever down there that there's such old buildings that ADA back in the day just didn't exist so you go in there and you're just like uh how are we gonna get this wheelchair in there like because you're just not right unless you physically like take the chair apart which i'm sorry i'm not gonna really go out of my way to do that but right you shouldn't have to take your chair apart to go somewhere though you know right. it's like, you should not have to do that <laughs> it's just um, crazy that like we're not we're like in 2020 and we're just now starting to realize oh wait disability like not even just disabilities but physical 
just to talk about physical things for a second right. they exist oh as if they haven't existed always right and so it's like why why weren't those buildings long time ago made with elevators so we could get right. places or or made with doors that were wide enough for our chairs to fit in or the um doors to be if they can press the button to open like it's like why why were those things not just like always there um so it hasn't been a struggle to find like for the world to be like accommodating towards that and it shouldn't even be accommodating it should just be something that's there because we should be helping and reaching all people so that, i know that's already an issue um so like did you have to like remodel your house as you were growing up because of or, or were you like grateful that you lived in a place where you could reach things or that were accommodating things like that like what has that been like for you or just like going places in general so it's interesting well so for my own home um my first home i was like a year old so i have no idea um <laughs> but after that we ended up moving into another home um so but we had it built oh. um home we have now we had it built so we were able to um completely make it exactly how changes we yeah. that we need to make um so but if definitely like if i were say if i, I wanted a house that like if i were to, like currently i live at home mm-hmm. if i wanted to go out and buy myself a home chances of me being able to buy one that's already built you know and just buying it off someone else is probably unlikely because even just going up to the front door right it, it's just not possible yeah yeah man so like that was how it was for me especially even growing up too like if i wanted to hang out with somebody they had to come over here because mm-hmm. the chances of me being able to get into their house was pretty much slim to none. Yeah. Something I've really admired about you is that like, I don't hear you complain much about it at all or about anything. And I think it's just really cool. Cause you're like, yeah, this is just, this is my life and this is what I'm doing and I'm living my best life and I'm figuring it out and we're just doing it. And I just think it's really, really cool how you can just have that kind of added, that positive attitude about it. Obviously we'll get into this second. There are things that you should definitely be frustrated about, but I'm extremely frustrated about for, for you in this community. And that's, a, and that's different because you're not complaining, but I just think it's, I think it's great that around with about your, your just attitude around it all and how you, you just kind of live and you're like, well, this is my life. And I don't think anything different and this is just how it is and it's cool like it's not and it's not a this is just how it is in a negative way either it's a positive way and i just think that's really cool yeah well well i love you thank you (laughs) at the end of the day i have to think about it like this and i think you know we all kind of did or do need to um is at the end of the day happiness and joy is a choice yeah It, it just is and so and also, kind of backtracking, but like not really. Spina bifida has no cure at mm. this point. I meant to ask. So I'm stuck with it. Okay, mm. so it's like, do I waste my time yeah. being like being mad at the world, right? Or do I, you know, just accept it and move on? Because like nothing's gonna change, right? You know, and being angry is just not gonna change any of it. Right. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Are so, you, do you experience any pain with spina bifida or are you, are you totally fine? So for me personally, I'm paralyzed from the waist down. So I only feel from the waist up. Mm-hmm. Um, not 
spina bifida directly. Um, along with my spina bifida, I do what ha have what is called scoliosis, which is very That's what I was thinking of. Scoliosis. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> well, and then, um, and also um, hydrocephalus, which I'll get into that in a second. I don't know if we've ever talked about that part. But um, if I can just take a moment and talk about that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so, because with, with the whole back thing, anybody can have that. Mm. But it definitely is part of, it's not, it doesn't come along with spina bifida, but a lot of us with it have it. Okay. So a lot of times that gets, you know, kind of, it hurts, like, because, I mean, your spine's not, your spine's all messed up, like, it just, you yeah. know, it ain't right. <laughs> so, I mean, that sometimes kind of sucks, but, you know, it's it's not something that, like, I can't deal with, you know? Mm -hmm. Hydrocephalus, um, that one's what really sucks. Okay. Um, so that one's basically, in order to survive, you need... Uh, there's certain fluids that flow from your brain to the rest of your body. Okay. With spina bifida, typically we, or not everybody, but a lot of us don't have that. Like oh. they, they can't flow for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so we have what is called a shunt. The shunt is a little device that's inside of our brains oh, okay. that goes down to, from like a tube down into our stomachs. Mm. And you have that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have never uh, talked about this before. I'm yeah. glad we're talking about this now. Yeah, I just, I'm so used to it. I just don't think to talk about it because to me, it's normal. Right. Um, <laughs> um, and so sometimes, like, that'll, like, kind of, like, tug because it's, like, you get cartilage. Can you feel it, like, in your head? Like, if you touch so it? That, you... When it tugs, oh, yeah, you can feel it. Okay. Usually, it's fine, but then there's other times where I'm, like, I'm dead silent. I remember one time a few years ago, I was out with a friend who we were just out in, in downtown like getting coffee or something I don't know what we were doing but we were downtown and we were sitting at this table and I just went dead silent mm -hmm. and she like got freaked out because I wouldn't respond because it, it took my breath away I was fine like I just want to preface yeah, everyone yeah. Saying, and you Hannah if this happens <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm fine I yeah. promise so it's not deadly but um so that kind of as long as I'm keeping track of that I'm okay do you, um, like, what happens when it tugs? Do you have to, like, go to the doctor, or can it, like, does so, it move back into place, like? When it tugs, it just means it's caught in the cartilage, oof. which is fine. It'll release itself, like, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, I have had had surgery on it several times, so my, I have a lot of, my, a lot of my childhood was in the hospital. Mm. Not to make this, it's, it wasn't as bad as it sounds, I promise. <laughs> it's okay, no, you know, on this I, had, I had a great childhood, guys. You, you listen, uh, you listen. <laughs> You listen, uh, we talk about the hard things here, so it is okay. Yeah. Um, so a lot of them, a lot of those surgeries actually, you know, involved me having to get that fixed. Gotcha. It, could, it has damaged, like, you know, you, if you basically, if you don't get that fixed mm -hmm. long term, it could kill you. Okay. Well, we don't want so, that. <laughs> um, but I mean, you, if something bad happens, you go in, you get it fixed, you're out Okay. like it's not, not like you know that makes sense so, I mean I'll have pain with that sometimes but it's very rare to, that it's like oh my gosh I cannot handle this like I'm going yeah. to die right now like yeah you know, that that's very rare 
Gotcha. That was a very long answer. I'm sorry. No, but. not a long <laughs> I think like I think it's really good to talk about that. I mean, that's something I just learned about you. So I think that's really good and important for people to know, like as far as the spina bifida community and the um the scoliosis and all those things. I think it's just really important to bring into light. Um, so let's talk about some laws surrounding disabilities in general, uh, specifically about income, because I think people listening to this may not know this exists. And when they do, they are going to be so frustrated and we're all just going to figure out how to like revolt and like take over the government and like fix this because this is insane. So let's talk, t tell everybody the like law ar around income and disability and Medicaid. And you know what I'm asking? Go. <laughs> let's talk about it. I know Hannah can see my reaction right now. She knows I'm not having this question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh medicaid uh money awesome um uh, money the word that we all like <laughs> so this varies by state there i i want to say the only state that does not have this i believe is texas okay um so basically there is this thing um that even like elders get um once they're retired um social security mm -hmm. we all know what social security i'm sure is yeah um, for me it's a little bit different um so i do have to collect social security um because typically with jobs unfortunately like you're limited to physically what you can do in right in like mine and so i'm lucky that i've never been in a position where i'm discriminated against and they're like uh no we're not gonna hire you because you're yeah. in a wheelchair but unfortunately, guys, that is a huge problem that we have that, like, unfortunately, it happens all the time. Right. Um, I'll keep this person anonymous. But I know, like, there was a person who I knew that I talked to several years ago who had a disability. And she uh, she was able to walk, but she had a wheelchair as well. Just, mm -hmm. yes, if you have a wheelchair, doesn't mean you can't walk. There's different reasons why people have chairs. Yeah. But anyway, she... um applied for a like a like a calling center mm -hmm. and they so they applied she applied and she put on her resume that she was in a wheelchair mm -hmm. just so that they knew well she went into the interview and they told her no like they wouldn't even give her the interview wow that <laughs> is so illegal oh that's insane that is so illegal and the fact right. that it, what's sad is these companies are getting away with this Mm. or like um with social security we can only make so much bef like money at a job before they just rip that money away from you that they is not only can rip your unfortunately they can not only rip your social security away from you they can rip your insurance away from you mm. so going into that that means i can't pay for my wheelchairs because I'm not going to pay for that out of pocket. That's so expensive. Right. That means no medical, like no, my, none of my medical equipment that I need on a daily basis mm -hmm. in every few hours. Like, yeah, don't get that because that's expensive. I'm not paying for that. Right. So it, it's crazy because jobs have found a way, the system has found a way somehow to do this. Um, there are study, I actually read a study yes, yesterday, um, that, or a article 
that jobs can actually also not pay you the amount that they are supposed to typically pay you because they can pay you so they can pay you from as little as a few cents to a dollar if they wanted to per hour wow just because you're disabled just because you are disabled and can't can't perform the same quality of work as a able person able-bodied person does wow um have they gotten in trouble for it yes but they have found a loophole to make it legal that's insane. So basically, just to sum up, because this is like so frustrating, let's say you get this really cool job that makes you like, I'm just, gonna, I, I don't know the actual numbers, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Let's say you make like 80 grand a year and it's like you're living your best life. 80 grand is not nearly going to cover any of your medical expenses, your chair, nothing, like not even close, but you're making that on paper. And the government comes in and goes, oh, nope, you're making too much money now. You can't get your Medicaid or your Social Security. And then you're left to pay for everything. But your income that you're making every month doesn't even nearly cover what it takes for you just to literally survive. So basically, like, the disabled community is stuck in a certain space, like, in the world, and they can't get out of it because if they do get out of it and they can't afford to cover anything, and then if you're just still stuck in this, like making only what a couple grand a month, but then you can't like move out or, you know, have a place on your own because then how you can't make enough money to afford a place, but you can't make too much money because then you'll get your um, insurance and everything taken away from you. So it's like insane. They have, they have like this community just stuck in this place and like you can't get out of it. And it's, insanely frustrating so it's like what are you what what do they expect you to do and seeing that unless you're like a billionaire like you can't afford all of that stuff you know and that's the issue is that every so they basically keep track of your bank account every single month Mm -hmm. like every any given time yeah in at least in the state of colorado i don't live in other states so i can't tell you right laws in other states of like what the maximum is yeah but in the state of colorado you cannot when you are disabled you and if you are on disability you are not allowed to have any more than two thousand dollars in your bank account you can't have not an assets not in nothing can't have a savings god that makes me want to can't have anything like you just can't have anything to your name because it that just literally makes me want to throw up. It's like, then what do they truly expect you to do in life if you can't make more than two thousand? And it, and and for people listening in Georgia, they're you're like, oh, two grand? No, 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 no. Living in Colorado, like my rent is uh, barely under that. So like, it's insane. Yeah. It is like you can't get that. You can't get a one room apartment for that. Like right? Oh no. And like, and let me make, let me just preface all this by saying, you guys, I'm not trying to sit here complain. I am very fortunate that I just get free money for being in the chair. And like, I, I get that. I understand. I have, I have benefits from this. I get it. Mm-hmm. But I think we can all agree. Yeah. <laughs> that's not right. That's just not right. I just. Right. So. They should yeah. not control you. Because that, that, so she was, Gabby was talking earlier about how she has a customer service job. That means she can only work like a certain amount of hours because if her bank account, 
if she makes a little bit over than two grand, then she loses at, loses all of her stuff. I remember one time in small group, Gabby came and, and she's okay with me sharing this, but she was like, guys, we need some serious prayers. I'm about to lose my disability. And we were like, oh my gosh, like, come on. Like, cause, cause if you lose it, then you can't afford anything and anything that literally just helps you live day to day. So basically guys, we need to write our governors or I need to learn more about the law system, but we need to write people and make phone calls and start talking about this because there's got to be some law changes because the disabled community deserves to be able to live their life and make money and still get help to afford everything they need just to live. So yeah. <laughs> Did we miss anything on that? Um, I don't think so. I think, you know, it just, it's a, yeah, you yeah. basically okay. summed it up in that sentence. It's a, you're in that little, I think, gotcha. um, <laughs> Let's um to the a messed up thing. And again, guys, I'm not complaining, but at the end of the world, at the, at the end of the day, yeah, not the end of the world, <laughs> uh, even though 2020 feels like it's the end of the world, you know, you know, that's a different yeah. topic. 2020 is, yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it is messed up. So I yeah. think it's a good thing that, you know, just to bring awareness to that because, I mean, yeah. I, I didn't know about that until we became friends. And then I'm like, yeah. I wish I would have known about this before because I might would even like vote differently, you know, like see what people, candidates for different things, like what they, how they're going to help the disabled community. Cause that's just so important. Um, okay. Let's move forward a little bit. So what do you, what is something you wish that people um, would know about people with disabilities or like, do people treat you differently and you wish they wouldn't, or do you wish they would treat you differently in a certain way like just how to how what do you wish that the able-bodied community knew about the disabled community you know i am fortunate that in that the people i have typically like around me day to day mm -hmm. it's pretty good about not doing that um especially like when i went, came to gateway city um which by the way for those if any of you are new gateway city was a church that we used to be a part of Mm -hmm. not a thing now yeah um so like that was like the first group of friends i was like i remember i was messaging one of the women who worked there when i when i was mm -hmm. first about to go there i was like hey i'm in a chair like whatever and she was like okay yeah and <laughs> like that was that's not exactly what she said but that was like that yeah, was like of it. yeah yeah and so I was like, oh, thank gosh. Because, like, I feel like a lot of times when people, like, see a disabled person, like, you got to realize they're just a human. Right, yeah. They're no. literally just a human. Mm -hmm. They're just in another, or they're assuming that we're talking about adults here. Yeah. Just another adult trying to live their life. Right. We have issues. So do you. The only difference is our issues are much more visible. Yeah. Yeah. Yours might not be. You might be doing something at home that I don't know about. I don't know. You know? Yeah. Unfortunately, you just get to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you wish that more people would just treat you like a normal person. Like, do you feel and, like you just get people like stares or do you, pe do you feel mm -hmm. like people try and like help you when you're like, I can literally do this? Like, what do you? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I understand that people mean well when they do that. But it's very, 
it's just like I you can clearly see like I am a human you saw me walk in you saw me er, you saw me wheel in here <laughs> yeah, I, I still think it's walking I'm like you came in it's fine we you all saw know what me in here like yeah. I don't need help like clearly I could push you know right but sometimes it's fine yeah like obviously like up a dirt hill I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it there's right. no need a little bit of help not saying that you yeah. should never help a disabled person make that clear like right. if to go but, I mean, and they can't like the door is not made for a disabled person then let's help them out but it's like differently don't yeah or like just you know I I feel like we're almost like a lot of us now obviously depends on the disability depends on what the person's abilities are Mm-hmm. obviously because you know everybody needs different needs if they need the help great right but if they don't need it don't it, it is really irritating for me when I'm but constantly being almost like coddled in a way or like you oh. know baby like I'm a human like hi I, I I can speak like yeah like almost like don't talk down to me right yeah there's a huge difference right you right know what I mean or like even just I'm debating if I even want to say this person's name because they're a public figure and I know I'm going to get so much hate for this, but you know, if y'all want to, if you guys are going to throw hate in there, it's fine. Throw it at me, not at Hannah. Thank you. Um, There are certain people in the media too, who just have put out there, like we have this stigma around us that like, we're almost sexualized in a way. It's like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Um, like I remember this was a big problem. Uh Kylie Jenner. Mm-hmm. I love the Kylie Jenner. She did a photo shoot last year. Um, basically sexualizing disabilities. Wow. hmm So I kind of lost respect there. She was sitting in a wheelchair in like a corset. Like this sexy like corset. Not to be inappropriate, Hannah. I'm just no, it's not. I'm just making this face because I'm like she's and like. And, and I just I know you didn't know I was gonna throw this in there, but it you were like be- how we're being treated like this house, yeah. you know. Um, especially this is how it goes down online for us too. If they see you in a chair, you know. Yeah, you can imagine online dating for us is interesting. Um, <laughs> um, or uh, Kanye West. I know everybody loves Kanye West right now, and they loved him into. 2020 because of his new album mm-hmm. don't go up to don't go up to somebody and ask if they're truly in a wheelchair please don't oh wow he's done that, ah, he's done that multiple times it's just little things like like you know you just and i'm bringing them up because at the end of the day they are setting an example right yeah absolutely. to how to treat other people because at the end of the day when not you specifically Anna but people in general mm-hmm. you see somebody on tv and you see somebody on the street who's who are you typically gonna follow in life I mean most people get their influence from people on the tv right you know what I mean yeah so it just it's sad like we're being treated like so weirdly and wrongly and inappropriately because because your TV is just yeah and it's like don't you know, do that just treat us like normal adults who can do our own things and if we need help we'll ask for it kind of thing like you right know. I know that was kind of off topic but I mean no, it's, all not, it's totally to, on topic because but, we need the able-bodied community to step it up 
Um, and speaking about sexualizing the community, I, this is something I had not really thought about before, which I hate that. Like I definitely should have been thinking about this before, but, um, there's a podcast that I listened to that they had this girl on, um, her name's Alex and her account is, um, wheelchair Rapunzel on Instagram. And I'll tag that in the comments below so you can follow her. But something that she brought up on this other podcast that I was listening to was about, um, the connection between the disabled community and sexual assault and rape. And so what, can you like touch on that for a little bit and talk about that? Like, what is, what is that like for your community? So I'm going to be a little bit general here just for my own personal thing. I just am. Um, we actually, so at least for people with physical disabilities, because some, you know, you have learning disabilities and stuff like that. So oh, like, disability. You know, oh, totally. We're, we're mostly talking about physical. So for like people who are, are physically disabled, like you can tell they're disabled. Um, unfortunately, it is a statistic um, that we're actually three times more as likely in life than the average female if we're going to talk about females yeah yeah um just because i'm a female i'm not you it's know a, i i can't speak for guys i just can't um but speaking for the women out there like we are three times more as likely to get assaulted because unfortunately especially for me because like i am paralyzed from the way down i don't have that defense that most of women would have yeah maybe some of it but it's not all there yeah, so that's why the, it's you're three times as likely to be to get assaulted or raped because they think that you can't like defend yourself, and so they will take advantage of you in that way. Some like to the woman out there, please, 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 please be careful. Yeah, like, you know, we all like to go out and have fun, and especially in today's world, it's kind of crazy right now. Right. Not just because of all the protests and everything going on. It just, just in general, it just is. Yeah. And so we just need to also just be on guard for our friends in the disabled community. Like if you are going out with your friends, like just watch, just protect her. Like not, not like any more than, you know, your other friends, but just make sure you have your eyes out because like if their community is three times as higher to become or to to be a um, a victim of assault or rape, then we just need to be on the lookout for our friends because that's insane. Like, and it's not something I've really thought about before, and I hate that. Like, I wish I would have been more aware of that, and I'm glad that I am now. That's why talking about these things are so important. That's why there's a whole month dedicated to spina bifida. Like, there needs to be people need to be aware of it. Um, but just the fact that that is so such a high thing in your community is insane. Yeah, you know, you would think it's, I know there's a, uh, not stigma, but there's this, I guess, idea out there that we're not, because why, like, again, talking for the women out there, you know, why would a man want to go out of his way to sit there and try to take me out of my chair and, like, you know, Mm -hmm. do what he's going to do? Like, why would he sit there and take the time to do that? Yeah. I don't have that mind, so I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a thing, unfortunately. Right. And, but also, there, there should, we shouldn't even question it. Of course, guys want to come and take you out because you are awesome and you are hot. And you have such a beautiful heart and love people so well. So it's like, I just hate that there's that like stigma out there that's like, oh no, boys wouldn't want to date you. Like, you know, that I just, I hate that so much because you were so amazing. And, that shouldn't stop, a chair should not stop anyone from that. 
See, and that's the other issue. I was debated on putting in here because, like, it's a dumb little comment, but it still, like, is a problem. You know, dating in this world is interesting. Yeah, I did want to talk about that. I meant to send that on the outline. Sorry, but oh, okay. let's talk okay. about Sorry, dating. Okay. Yeah, let's um, talk about dating in the community. Um, just because you made a, that comment about how, like, oh, well, they're not attractive, blah, 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 right? I really wish it was not, and maybe you don't know this, but for us in chairs and disabilities, it's a thing. I cannot tell you how many times I've gotten a message saying, wow, for a girl in a wheelchair, you are blah, blah, blah. What is wrong with you? Right. It should be like, like I'm just a girl. Like, <laughs> who raised, I'm sorry, who raised you? Yeah. Like, I want to know who raised you. Yeah. Speak to a woman. And I'm also going to, like, speak for even able people, able-bodied people. Right. I'm sure y'all can agree. You don't message a woman at any age for any reason and be like, oh, you're attractive for a blah, blah, blah. Right. Able person for a, a whatever. I've, I've heard people say that to, like, girls in the black community of, like, for a black girl, you're really pretty. Yeah, like, no, I'm just a girl. Like, <laughs> What, like, does what, mean? Like, what does that even mean? Well, because it's essentially saying that disabled people or black people or Asian or whatever are supposed to be ugly. Right. Or not good enough. Burn, like, things. Like, yeah. that burned. Like, right. Like, guys, like, or even whatever, or whoever is saying this to you, it doesn't have to be a guy. Just whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Whoever is saying this to you, it's like. Mm-mm. Oh, what part of your brain is telling you that that was cute right it's not like, and it's harmful. so rude yeah and that's just it's really harmful that people treat other people that way and and like have a caveat for you being cute it's like oh you're cute for this or you're cute if this like it's just it shouldn't be a thing it should just be like yeah i like you and that'd be the end of it you know it shouldn't have to be anything else yeah ended at you're cute that's it well and that's the other thing too is it just goes to show 2020 standards are not you'd think we'd be a lot farther along in 2020 right. almost 2021 right um but, so how can in that note though like how can able-bodied people help out the disabled community not in like a pity way but like how can we support you guys better like what can we do to better the world for you for everybody because i mean like you said like we all have our own issues but talking about the physical disabilities specifically like how can able-bodied people do better honestly i think it, don't be afraid to learn mm. don't be afraid to ask because i can't tell you how many times i go out in public this happens daily because like you've seen me at my job mm. like i work with the public yeah I go to work, I get the stairs. If you want to know, just ask. Yeah. If they don't want to talk about it, that's okay. Me, you see me out in public? You know, you already know Hannah. I'll tell yeah. you. you right. Hannah, pro guys, Hannah probably knows a lot more than she, she probably bargained for. So, oh, I, I asked. Her. I wanted to know because you're my friend and I would ask anybody, my friends. I ask my friends things. They know that. I'm, I'm not one day, one day she asked me one question and it followed up with me like telling her like five other things and she's probably like okay and then no, like, oh i'm glad no but i'm glad to know that about you though because it's like how you live your day-to-day -day life and that's a thing too at speaking as an able-bodied person is we just need to not be afraid to ask ask these questions like if we're obviously not like a stranger but if we're close with right. them like 
Gabby is one of my really good friends. We hang out a lot. I'm like, I want to know this about her life. And if she doesn't want to tell me, then she'll just be like, I don't want to talk about it. And that's the end. Like we shouldn't, we need to let go of our like fear of offending because like you said, it's just your life. So it's like, okay to ask questions, you know? Right. And yeah, ask because at the end of the day, if you don't, you're not going to know what that person needs. Like when I backtracking, I said, I want to be treated like a normal human. Mm-hmm. Of course, I want to be treated like a normal human, but like there are certain there are certain things along with that that just can't happen. Like you can't just expect me to like walk up like a flight, of, you know? Right. There's like there's th- certain things that need to be done, especially since you said not every person with spina bifida has the same um like level of severity, right. and so like for you, you you are paralyzed from the waist down. But there might be someone else in a chair who is not paralyzed from the waist down who might be able to some to get up the stairs with some help. But for you, that's different. And so, like like you said, you wouldn't know if you don't ask. And asking is the way to to give the right kind of help. Right. And don't be like, you know, so just ask and, you know, do what you can to educate yourself on it. Because at the yeah. end of the day, the more you know about it, the more, you know, if you see someone on the street or you meet someone you know, and become friends with or date someone right in that position, you know, you kind of are already know like, oh. Right. You know how to support yeah. like guys, there was one time, I don't remember what it was, but like I think it was that I had a friend coming I think it was I had a friend coming into town mm-hmm. and I just didn't know like how like it was something about how I didn't know if that friend was gonna be how we were going to set her up at church or something that day. Uh-huh. And I went to Hannah about it. It was like, hey, she's like, girl, I already got this. Like, it, it's good. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, oh. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, I'll back off. She's like, I got it. Like, yeah. okay. See, yeah. like, you know, because she, she did, you know, mm-hmm. she did her work and like, she, you know, yeah, she's not afraid to, you know, learn about it. So just don't be afraid. Mm, yeah I think a lot of people are afraid because they're afraid of offending it's like it's not offensive mm-hmm. it's more offensive when you sit there and like just stare at me right and why you're doing it but at the same time like I don't want you to stare at me like right me. just ask me rude, guys but like in the chair just ask on a, a chair like <laughs> like take a picture not to be rude but like right like why are you doing that so just to treat you like a normal human I think that is that is some great great insight for the abled community to just but we just really need to do our research and, and not be afraid to ask questions obviously know your place when you're asking questions like I didn't ask Gabby this certain question until we were closer because like I wouldn't just you know ask her that day one of meeting but like just just don't don't be afraid to get to know your people like because if they're in your life and they're a part of your life then they are just as much a person that you should get to know as if as an able-bodied person so like just ask the questions like you would anyone else and so I think that's that is really good insight and some really good help for the able able-bodied community to know just to be able to to support you better not even just like to help because I don't want to say it from like a pity place like because we don't pity you we just want right you know to know like how we can support you better that's really good that's really good well, this was like a really good conversation. I'm, I learned a lot in this conversation and I know that our listeners did as well. 
And Gabby, I'm so, so, so appreciative of you being so open and honest and vulnerable about all of this and just bringing some light to things that we should know and we should talk about. And also just sharing your story with spina bifida and your disability and how, um, how it affects your life and giving some really good insight to other people. And it was just, it was really, really good chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you. Anna, cause I was like, this is, I don't ever really get to, you know, I don't really ever like talk about this. So it was interesting yeah. to be able to like have like a educational, but like not ed- like a fun, yeah. yeah conversation about, about it. So. Okay, Gabby. Um, so are there any other accounts that you think people should follow on Instagram or like any blogs or websites or like, or what are some, who are some people we should follow um, to just, you know, that we can learn more from. And I'm so, going to, I will link all of these in the episode notes. That way you can um, easily find them as well. Okay. Um, some of these spellings, Hannah, are kind of weird. So I will uh, just text them to you or screenshot them. Thank you. Please. Do. Um, so I do have a, a few people that, um, not all of these have spent, not all of, the, all of these people have spent a bit of, but they have some type of, um, like, uh, disability. Gotcha. You would think out of me, out of all people, would not be, <laughs> but you know. No, it's okay. It's, um, okay. <laughs> it's been a week. Um, yeah. So, so one person, um, if you want to follow him, he actually does have spina bifida. Mm. Um, he's well known because he's a uh, professional skateboarder. Oh, awesome! That's so. Yeah, cool. he actually. Uh, his name's Aaron Fotheringham, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people might know because he actually he performed the first wheelchair backflip. That's insane. That's okay. insane. I'll have to show Tactical. you that tonight. Tactical. Yeah, show, bring me that to the small group. For all, of you, it's, for all of you, it's Monday. For us, it's Wednesday. So Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, it's Monday, but recording this on Wednesday, which means Gabby <laughs> comes to my house tonight. We'll talk about yeah. it. So I'll show you that. Um, and then another one, um, she is in Disabled, but she talks a lot about it in her stories, mm-hmm. um, is Living with Clarity. Okay. She's just, she's just a person that I've become friends with over social media. Um, there's a dance group also, if you guys want to follow them, it's Ooh, the Roulette. Yes. Um, their founder. I talked over you. Sorry. What is it called? Uh, the Roulettes. The Roulettes. Oh, again, I'll send these to you, Hannah, so you'll have them. Um, and their founder, um, Chelsea Hill. Cool. Um, she talks a lot about it being the founder and, um, being disabled herself. Um, and then if you, any of uh, the roulettes they have all theirs uh, all of them you'll find on the roulettes page so you can follow each one individually oh, awesome. if you choose to um, and then I have another friend you don't have to follow these people if you don't want to guys I know it's a lot of people but you should follow them <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, is Erica Nalafranco she um, is someone I actually met also through the roulettes cool um, the Let's is a dance team, but they do things with people around the world um, that are have disabilities. So I met her through an event through that. Um, but yeah, so nice. And I think how else, can people follow you? What is your account? Um, mine is Gabby Faye ninety six. Um, G A B Y F A Y E ninety six. Um, again, that will also, I'm sure Hannah will put that in the oh, yeah. description as well. 
Yes. Guys, make sure you follow Gabby because she also shares a lot of really good informational things about disabilities and the walls that need to change and all the things. And follow um, Wheelchair Rapunzel. Like I said, I learned a lot from her on the podcast. So yeah, I'm going to link everybody that she just mentioned in the episode notes so you can go click on them. I'll probably also tag them um, on a post on Instagram so you can easily find them that way. And you can follow at say.whatpodcast on Instagram as well. Well, thank you, Gabby. This was so good. I'm so glad that you came on the podcast. I'm honored to have you as a guest. And I'm just glad we were able to bring awareness to Spina Bifida Awareness Month. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was fun. (laughs) It was very fun. All right, friends. I love you guys. Thanks so much for chatting with us today. My DMs are always, always open. So if you um, have any other thoughts or questions or any comments um, on this in particular, go ahead and shoot me a message and we'll talk about it because, you know, I love talking to you guys. All right, I love you fam, and we will talk soon.